It's the True Penny Show with your host, James True Penny. Hello and welcome to the True Penny Show. My name's James True Penny. This is my show, and welcome to Coronavirus Lockdown Week Four. You can buy a ticket for the whole seat, but you'll only need the edge. Of um, yes, today we are back watching more free stuff to fill your hours and days of sitting at home, not being able to do anything. Because uh, <laughs> we've been on lockdown now for three, well, two weeks by the time you've heard this. We're recording this straight after last week's episode. So this is, we won't go out for a week. But uh, yeah, we've been at this a while now, and 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 still, it's it's quite you know intriguing to stay at home and watch wrestling all the time because I have literally nothing else to do apart from go to work occasionally when they can deign to ask me in. So to join me today, we are going to look at something very different—a promotion we've never looked at before on the Truthy Show. Some Tokyo Joshi Pro. We're going to talk about the DDT Pro streaming service, the fact that no one are now involved with it as well, and of course Tokyo Joshi Pro. So to talk me through this. Is no Tokyo Tokyo Joshi Pro DDT and Noah fan, Miss Ash Rose Nova. How you doing, ma'am? I am good. I'm glad to be on. And James, it is about time we put DDT on the show. It's about time. That's all I'm going to say. I'm just going to say it, it right now. It's about time. Well, it only took a global pandemic to, for them to give us a sampler show we could review. Hey, hey, first of all, I have you know that DDT, Noah, Marafuji is also doing a very fantastic job, okay? He's trying to keep us entertained in a world without Puro right now. It is. We have, we have no Puro. We have no Joshi. We have no American wrestling. We have no European wrestling. Um, last I like, checked, we, AEW is still going on. Well, you've got, you've, you've got a bit of AEW, a bit of WWE, a bit of NWA. The in, Impact Wrestling has just given up entirely. They've just gone home. Which, to be honest, if I were them, I would have done that about four years ago. But there you go. <laughs> would have saved hey, us all hey. a lot. I, ha- I happen to have some friends that work at Impact. You know, it, it, it's not that bad like everyone says it is. And also they pre-tape everything. So, you know, it, it, I think that's the reason why, you know, at least we've got some type of Impact contact uh, content as well. Yes. And obviously it will take an awful, stop, an awful lot to stop them right-wing lunatics at Ring of Honor doing anything. Possibly a truck. But, um, yeah, so that, that, they'll, <laughs> they'll probably have some wrestling out for you. But there's plenty of free stuff, as people have realized. People have got hours to fill, and they want you to go and get their services. So we thought this one, which was back to the 4th of January, 2020, and uh, there was another event going on in the same building, a minor one that you may have heard of called Wrestle Kingdom, but actually in Currican Hall, literally downstairs from the Tokyo Dome. Um, there was this there was this card from Tokyo Joshi Pro, which is a lot of fun, very entertaining. You can tell it's Wrestle Kingdom weekend because of the number of Western faces in the front row. <laughs> yeah, but it was but, yeah, probably one of the best uh, shows. I wouldn't say like like by far it was an amazing show, but it definitely was a fun show. Probably one of the best ones I've seen in, a, in quite some time. Okay then, so we'll start with the opener, which was Haru Neko. As Izume, they defeated Mayahiro Kairu and Sena Shiro in seven minutes and two seconds. Kind of your standard Joshi rookies match where everyone's going hell for leather. This kind of reminded me back of the good old days, actually, 
this was a lot of high-speed action with a lot of people trying to get very good, fundamentally sound professional wrestling over and get themselves over in the process. This was kind of old-school Joshi, and I enjoyed it thoroughly. What did you think of it, Ash? I enjoyed it as well. I said, you know, I didn't... I really enjoyed the show in general. Um, I want to say... Wasn't it? I want to say it was someone's debut match, too, if, if I'm mistaken. Yeah. I, I might be mistaken. I think someone debuted, one of the girls did. Was it Senya? I think she might have debuted that week. But yes, it, it was a very classically um, done match. And I enjoyed it as well, James. You know, even though it was a short match, you know, I'm sure people would complain about the time frame, the, you know, the seven minutes, but I, I did enjoy it. It was a very nice opener you know, to start it off with. Yeah, uh, Sana did, re- yeah, she did debut on, the- that was her, Sana. Um, she's from Kanagawa, and she she's 18 years old, and yes, she did debut on that match. Um, yeah, I I thought it was it was good. I think seven minutes is about as long as you can expect these guys to put a productive match on for. If it goes any longer than that, they're going to run out of moves and ideas, to be honest, and I think that it was perfectly fun and serviceable what it was it's like the young lions matches you watch in new japan isn't it they don't want to go too long they want to tell a nice story in a specific set amount of time which is kind of the job so yes yeah. it was good of these youngsters show a lot of promise I'm quite happy with all of them yeah well we'll just have to wait and see you know what else they they can bring you know in the future you know after corona you know i i, I do see a lot of you know great promise and at least those four I mean, this is the thing. Whilst whilst there's no wrestling going on, there's plenty of time to train, get fitter, get stronger, build weight, build muscle, practice, practice, practice. And there will be a big shock when they come out of the other side of this because they will be so much better. The downside is they're not wrestling in front of an audience, which is pretty much the only way you really learn anything when it comes to performance stuff. You know, as a musician, I will tell you, I learn far more playing gigs than I ever do practicing. But equally... Um, you know, the actual nuts and bolts of what they're doing. And it, none of this stuff was particularly flash. It was all very much amateur style. There was a lot of uh, takedowns and things like that and an exchange yeah. of holes. Yeah. Good, solid wrestling. And it was perfectly serviceable for what it was. Right, next up was Shoko Nakajima uh, defeating Hyper Misawa in nine minutes and five seconds of a rename in the Piñata loser name change match. Now, if you've never seen a rename in the Piñata loser name change match, what happens is this. There's a rope slung across the balcony from Kurukan Hall. A Piñata is put in it, and then it's a ladder match. So the first one to Piñata saves their own name, and the loser has to change their name. This is the kind of thing that Vince Russo would come up if he was doing LSD. (laughs) Oh, come on. You know you love those matches. These are great, you know that. It's just, it's just a overall fun type of match, in my opinion. I'll, I, I quite enjoyed it. Though. I, I quite enjoyed it as well because the first ten minutes is pure comedy and acting as uh, Hyper Misawa, Misawa brings her dangerous weapon out, which appears to be her lawyer. I don't know what the significance of the gentleman in question. <laughs> um, and uh, Sakai Akai, sorry, uh, Nakajima's specialist weapon is a bunch of toy Godzillas to, <laughs> to make lots like it. And I'm like, well, this is going to be hilarious. And then they'd spend the next, well, let's see, the next five minutes of the match doing massively insane bumps off of ladders onto various dinosaurs, toys, and solicitors of varying degrees of insanity. 
so this date worked really, really hard. It was pure Ryle Infantile fun, as far as I'm concerned, and I thoroughly enjoyed it. Yeah, I thought it was great. I mean, I always enjoy those, you know, at least that type of, you know, those type of matches, just because it is entertaining. It is fun. Um, right now, I think in the world, just in general, we, I'm, I'm actually happy that this was, at least the show was free, because I think right now everything is so heavy, you know, everything's so serious. And I, and you and I have had this discussion before, maybe on a previous show, I'm not sure. How serious uh, fans tend to take pro wrestling, and yeah. also how I, in my opinion, as far as when it comes to Joshi wrestling, I don't really think Westerners give them the opportunity. As far as no. like a fair and equal chance, they're very, in my opinion, you know, I I do see a lot of judgmental comments about them um, yeah. when. In, my opinion, as far as you know, female wrestlers, you know, they're probably the best uh, performers, um, almost equivalent to you know, to maybe men, you know, in this industry. I, I've seen some Joshi performers do a lot better spots than uh, American wrestlers, and that's just a fact, and that's my opinion. And I'm sure people may disagree, but. In the current time frame of what everything that's going on in the world, I think something like this, you know, especially, you know, renaming the pinata loser match, it's it's not to be taken serious, you know. It's I mean, yes, yeah. it is you know, they, they did do a lot of athletic spots, don't get me wrong, but at the end of the day, I just want pro wrestling to be universally entertaining. Yes, and, exactly. Yeah, and we should just be having fun because Let's call it what it is. It, it's it's a predetermined match. You know, it should not be taken that serious. And I think people are a little too judgmental when it comes to uh, particularly Joshi wrestlers. And that's, like I said, that's my opinion. And you and I have had discussions where we think yeah. Joshis are probably the best performers as far as female oh, yeah. wrestlers. Yeah, they are. I mean, is like Chris, Chris Hero or Cassius Ono as his slave name in WWE is concerned. Ocasio Sono this week actually put a Twitter post out saying, Minami Toyota is the greatest professional wrestler who ever lived, changed my mind. And the vast majority of people who responded were like, well, of course she is. Oh, <laughs> a few people said Akira Hokuto, but nobody course... questioned it. Oh, yeah, of course she is. I mean, uh, my mother, who's watched pro wrestling for years, that is one of her favorites to this yeah. day, you know. Yeah, and if you read if you read the Eggshells book by Chris Shelton, commentator for New Japan Pro Wrestling, he interviewed Coach Ibushi and Kenny Omega about Josh, well, about specifically the Egg Dome uh, tournament, you know, the Aja Kong and Minami Toyota, and Aja Kong versus Kira Hokuto. And both Coach Ibushi and Kenny Omega both said, we want to make our matches as good as Minami Toyota and Aja Kong. They're our heroes. They're the people we want to see, we want to measure up to. We're not bothered about Flair and Steamboat and Harley Racing as great as they are, or Fujinami and Inoki, we're bothered about being as good as Minami Toyota, Akira Hokuto, and Ajiko. So yeah. that will tell you, yeah. like, today's super workers see them as their role models. And But yes, you are right. Something light fluff like this it very much has its place. The three-ring circus of wrestling, you know, it's supposed to appeal to somebody. If you don't like the Tigers, you might like the clowns. And this is a good example of that. 
Yeah, exactly. I, I think it's entertaining. It's fun. And I think it's something that we do need right now currently with today's society. Uh, just how I see everyone responding. Um, just on an, a psychological and an interesting aspect of how everything that's going on in Twitter, and you see it too with wrestling Twitter. So, I mean, I'm not going to... I will never, like, you know, cut a match down like this, only because, you know, what's wrong with being entertained and just having yeah. fun? Mm -hmm. So, at the end of the day, this is Tokyo Joshi Pro. It's the same production crew as DDT. There's an, you have an expectation of silliness will happen, and there's nothing wrong with silliness happening. Is there? Oh, yeah. People yeah. are so judgmental of DDT. And, you know... I've always supported DDT in general. And you've known that about me since, you know, I had worked at Still Chair with you. And, you know, they are a good promotion. Speaking they, of DDT, the next matchup was the Ironman Heavyweight Metal Title Championship. Sorry, let's start that again. The DDT Ironman Heavy Metal Title was defended by Saki Akai against Yuki Kamafuki in nine minutes and nine seconds. For those of you not aware of the DDT Ironman Heavy Metal Championship, where have you been? The most glorious 24-hour championship uh, was obviously originally inspired by the WWE Hardcore Championship. There's been over 600 champions, including a small dog and a ladder. That's it's the kind of DDT, yeah, it's kind of DDT mentalness that happens. Now it's currently defended in um, Tokyo Joshi Pro. I think possibly to give the titles in DDT a bit more space to breathe because <laughs> this oh, is yeah, a very historical. Very historic forget, lineage title. Forget the other twenty-four, you know, twenty-four-seven titles. You know, this is the one <laughs> that you need to see. Um, let's see. I, I'm trying to think how many different champions there's been for that title. Oh, over six hundred. There's no point in even trying to track it anymore. Uh, no, no one I, I want. I want to say it's been, It's probably a thousand by now. Let's have a look. <laughs> how many times it's changed? <laughs> Uh, Wikipedia and DDT Iron Heavyweight title. By the way, I'll, we should talk about this match because the two wrestlers involved are very good. I will say, before we start, Akai and Kamifuki kind of suffer for the same thing, really, in that both that they're both very tall, thin ladies, and I'm concerned they're going to do themselves damage because there is literally no fat or muscle on them. They are, they are just apparently skin, as far as I can tell. <laughs> and though they are perfectly serviceable wrestlers, they're about, about 76 pounds wet through and six foot tall, which is not a recipe for long-term health in the professional wrestling industry. I'm sure you'll agree. I, you know, I... I, 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 I <laughs> but... Um... Um... Uh, you are right, <laughs> no, but but it was still entertaining. You know, I. I... <laughs> oh, no, no, I'm not knocking. That I'm not knocking the quality of the wrestling match. It was very good. Neither of them like a friggin' Tatsumi Fujinami or anything, but they're both perfectly serviceable professional wrestlers. I am concerned that they're going to take one back bump too many and break in half, though. Okay, I can see that. I, I can understand where you're coming from, but. Uh, who who did you have for this match anyway? Uh, the winner was uh, the champion, which is Sakai Akai and Yuki Kamifuki. I like them both. I think they're really good wrestlers. I think it works really well. 
Um, and yeah. They, they were good. Yeah, and this was an actual organized title defense, um, which is unusual yeah. for this particular team. And um, yeah. I, I would also point out that uh, Akai lost the championship literally on the way back to the dressing room when Arja Kong saw her coming and pinned her with the referee nearby. <laughs> and then after the, then she won the title back on the way back from the wing when, Arja, when she tripped up Arja Kong on the way back into the back. Yeah, it's still a fun title. You know, if anyone hasn't seen DDT, um, it, it's definitely, um, at, I would say, probably the best 24-7 title. Uh, just, just to tell you, by the way, uh, Akai was the 1,461st champion, and Aja Kong was the 1,462nd champion, obviously. Uh, that's the fifth time she'd won it, and Akai won, took her 16th title. Um, on that night. How many times has it been defended, though? Too many. Let's I, just say too many at this point. Uh, the, there has been another 30 champions since January the 1st. Yeah, but like I said, um, um, <laughs> forget forget the other 24-7 titles. Let's, let's just go with this one. Yes. But it was fun. And it, like I said, it led into the next match, which was Aji Kong, Pom Harajuka, and Raku. And they defeated Mina Shirakawa, Miro Mayumi, and Nuni Manase in 13 minutes and 40 seconds. 14 seconds. It was a tag match. And it was loads of fun. It was a proper old school Joshi tag match. The main portion being Aji Kong's tag partners trying to persuade her into their little routine, which involves the girliest of girly offense ever. And Arja bailed into it. She was there for her partners, and she did the little dance thing and the running small stomp. And I'm pretty sure that I think it was Shirakawa had to put up with Arja standing on her tits. But that looked painful, I'll be honest. <laughs> but yeah, uh, I, I think you know it was probably one of the best matches of the night. Um, I really enjoy the tag matches anyways. So maybe I'm a little yeah. bit biased in that aspect when it comes to Joshi wrestling, but... It, it was it was fun, you know. I would say probably one of the best matches. Uh, I cannot, you know, give anyone any type of reviews or anything like that because I also think that's one of the issues, I think, with a lot of Joshi wrestling is that we don't get to see a lot of people's opinions and views and recommendations when it comes to them or any type of, you know, star rating point system or anything, in my opinion. I think, well, I mean, you used to. Melt's got his kind of like break and one of the reasons why I became, you know, such a big voice in wrestling because he was encyclopedic, but he doesn't do Josh it anymore because there isn't enough time apparently and he doesn't do a very good job of it and his opinions and memory isn't great. Um, but, and that's kind of the trouble is. And I, just generally star ratings, I no, don't really agree with them because it's all subjective. There needs to be, yeah. to me, it's canonical thinking. It. I, I've gone over this several times before, and it's worse since I've done it. So, like, yeah, yeah, it's, it's and you and I've talked about it before too about the star yeah. ratings. Um, in, in my opinion, if what I may think is a good match may be different than what you think is a good match, you and I've disagreed on. I mean, you and I, we fight during the G1. That is a given. You and I fight <laughs> on during the G1, like if it's life or death, like if it matters in the world, you know. 
But what I may think is a good match is different than what you may think is a good match. And, you know, that's subjective to every person. Yeah, I mean, but, if, if, you were, if you go back, just to interrupt, but if you go back to last week's show, I think it was probably the perfect example. Alex is a massive fan of Kevin Steen and Sami Zayn. Oh, sorry, El Generico. Apologies. Still down in El Mexico. El Generico. Yes. Uh, but he's God bless his heart. He is, he is out there with his orphans. <laughs> But he's a massive fan of them. I'm not. I both like both of them. But I came to it much colder than he did. And I was able to kind of like, I had a differing opinion to Alex. Because it's part of Alex's wrestling youth. It's part of his story. But for me, it's just a match. And I think that's the, the difficult part with Joshi is there isn't enough context. I can come to this and I completely understand what's going on. Because I am steeped in Joshi history. I've been watching Joshi for a long time. I know everything about it. Presenting it to somebody new, you've got a much better chance with Tokyo Joshi Pro than, say, the other companies like Oz Academy, where literally with Oz Academy, you have to know what happened in Gaia in 2002 on a wet Tuesday in Sendai to understand what the hell's going on. Whereas this is much more accessible, it's much easier to deal with, it's much easier to get your head around. And don't get me wrong, I love Oz Academy, but this is a very deep storytelling well, whereas this is relatively fresh and new you've got new characters and new wrestlers i can still quickly grasp what's going on i apologize for interruption no 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 it's fine you have every right at your show i am just here i am a guest as always <laughs> um but you know i i i feel i i just really wish you know there was some type of rating that you know we could do but like i said you know i i don't really say much about star ratings because like i said you know what you think is a good match maybe than what i think is a good match you know um yeah and it's very hard to like if you're a huge fan of like for instance like you said like sammy i'm sorry el generico kevin steen <laughs> you're automatically going to gravitate to saying that that match is great but it's very hard as an individual if you're not well, an analyst yeah to exactly. not it, to basically not be uh, biased in that aspect um, yeah. as a as an analyst you know like you know you and I've always talked that we've agreed that I am an analyst because I do I can be fair and say yes you know I may not like this stable but at least I can I can comment that they did do a good match or that yeah. is fantastic you know ring work uh, between the two stables. You cannot, in, in an aspect, I think that's the, I think that's a problem when it comes to reviews, hmm. as far as like star ratings and stuff, is that it's very difficult to determine if the person is biased or not biased. But yeah. I feel that, you know, as hard as these girls do work in Japan, or in general, in the, in the business, that they're not at least given any type of, you know... As much as, you know, we can disagree on any ratings or recommendations or, like, you know, cage match giving them, like, an 8 out of 10 or a 7 out of 10, I I can't help but feel that it's maybe, maybe you know, it's, how do I say this without sounding negative? I mm. just want to know that they are being seen and they are, we are, we do know that they're there. Yeah, you're yeah. not you're not forgotten, you know. But I, I do wish that's something that 
can change at least so that way they can get some type of exposure more to a Western audience versus going to, you know, watching everything from Japan. And that's yeah. just how I feel. I think with the, the Tokyo Joshi Pro being in the stable of DDT and of course now the cross-pollination with Noah and the massive media companies they have behind them, I think the Tokyo Joshi Pro has a much better chance of reaching a wider audience. I know a lot of the Western fans I follow on Twitter are just as into Tokyo Joshi Pro as they are into uh, you know the other Joshi promotions, in fact more so because of like people like Chris Brooks going to DDT and and cross-pollinating there. I'd also point out as well that, you know, it's a lot of people have moved on. They've, they've done Wrestle Kingdom, they've done the G1. Well, what's next? I mean, the big cross show that BJW, DDT, and Tokyo Joshi Pro do at Kurikun, not Kurikun, at Budokan Hall um, in the autumn, a lot of people went to that this year instead of going to the G1 because they've done the G1. They want to move on to the next thing. And I think DDT, uh, Tokyo Joshi Pro is going to be the next big thing. And Noah are kind of along for the ride in that because Noah is the established company, but it's the first time that they've had like a proper outlet other than, you know, YouTube or the TV kind of like uh, archive. So I think it's going to be a great move for that. Yeah. Yeah. And and I think it's going to be really interesting to see how much depth all three companies can push forward together. Right then, let's move on to the next match. Suri defeated Natsumi Maki in 12 minutes and four seconds. Suri is bit of a legend really diana ace for a long time seed lining wrestler she's been around for five or six years she's currently signed to world wrestling entertainment and this was kind of a closeout tour on the joshi promotions you do tend to find that joshis will go and see promotions that have been good to them on their way out the door either to retirement or to uh the big big machine down in florida uh maki is a young wrestler from tokyo joshi pro and she's really good and this match was outstanding seven minutes and 79 seconds really intense old school joshi wrestling match oh sabri is going to do well in wwe she's perfect for them i think of all of all the joshis i think she's possibly more suited to the wwe kind of like work ethic and balance point than say even Io Shirai and kairi sane have been and they've done really well so i can't wait to see what sabri does there but yeah it was a good, solid matchup. What's your thoughts on this one, Ash? Uh, good, solid match, and, you know, and I agree with you on Suri. I think she's a fantastic wrestler. I think she's going to fit in very well at NXT or developmental, whatever they may have for her. I, I think she's going to definitely um, exceed a lot of people's expectations. But as far as the match, yes, fantastic match. Uh, what what was it at? Twelve minutes? Is that what you said? Twelve minutes? Yeah. 12 minutes? Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. No all these matches about the coming around about the ten minute mark until you get to the main event. But this was really good. Yeah, it was really good. You know, I really I could have gone, you know, for maybe a couple more minutes on the match, in my opinion. But you know, it was really good. Yeah. No complaints. Yeah, yeah. You and I can agree on that match. Yep, yeah, lots to fit in on this. Next up was Thunder Rosa, and she defeated Mizuki. Nine minutes and 35 seconds. Of course, since then, Thunder Rosa has become the NWA Women's Heavyweight Champion. And this was kind of like kicked off her year really well. I like Thunder Rosa a lot. I've liked her in the NWA a lot and what she's been doing with uh, Sienna and uh, various other female characters down there. It's it, The women's division in the NWA is a bit of a sleeper. They need more talent desperately and they need more time. But I think it's been well booked. It's a realistic wrestling division. It's the way women's wrestling should be booked in North America. In my opinion, it's really what women of honor should have been 
uh-huh. but it never works. So I, I'm, I'm hoping the Ring of Honor Women's Championship comes off a bit better than the Women Honor, Honor kind of stuff did. But anyway, that's a, an aside. Thunder Rosa is outstanding. Mizuki is also a lot of fun to watch. Nine minutes, 35 seconds of a very good special singles match. Ash, your thoughts? Oh, very good. You know, short match. Um, very good. I, I like both of them, honestly. And and I agree with you as far as you know, the Women of Honor title. But I thought it was good. Like I said, I don't really have... It's very hard for me to even complain about the card and the show because you know, you and I have talked about it that, at least before the show, that I really enjoyed it. I really enjoyed yeah. the show. So, yeah. No, I like Thunder Rosa. And, you know, I'm... Yeah. Killer see what happens well. after Corona. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I don't, I'm not sure if the NWA is still taping. It's got to be hard to get all those indie guys into one place without causing an infection, I guess. So, yeah. I'll see what happens. But they, they did book a load of TV out before the Crockett Cup, and the Crockett Cup isn't happening now, so we'll have to see what happens there. Next up was the International Princess Championship. Maki Ito, one of the rising stars of Tokyo Joshi Pro, defeated Hikara Noah in 11 minutes and 53 seconds. Ito is awesome. Noah is awesome. This was a kind of a little blood feud match, which I really enjoy because of the personal issue between them. Because personal issues make money in professional wrestling, and this was really good. It set the buttons for me and a cracking little title match. Ash, what are your thoughts on this one? I thought it was a good match. Uh, we were close to both minutes on it. Uh, we can definitely talk about Maki Ito. I think she's probably one of the fastest rising Joshi stars I've seen in popularity yeah. lately. Um, I think. I, I don't want to say, you know, you know, Chris Brooks had anything to do with that. I, I would say, you know, she was a star <laughs> on her own automatically, you know. But yeah. uh, I, I noticed like an increase in her popularity the past year. So, I mean, that's great for her. And I think she's gotten better over the year, to be honest with you. Uh, yeah. No, she's great, too. I mean, they're both really good. Also, nice to see her finishing maneuver being a Texas Cloverleaf, the E2 special, Ito special, and the Ito Deluxe. I love that because you don't get too many short wrestlers doing the Texas Cloverleaf. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's it's like, true. That yeah, is true. You know, and she's brilliant. And it's just like, it's nice to have a twist because it matches her body shape. She's a pluggy, you know, fiery little wrestler and a submission hold where you're tying up a bigger person's legs is the exact thing she should be doing. That matches exactly. a personality. It's a real, like, ninging little shit of a move. And uh, she's a real ninging little shit of a wrestler in that tradition of, like, you know, scrappy underdogs who are a bit cocky. It worked really well. It works really, really yeah. well. No, yeah. it's good too. She is a really cracking wrestler and this worked out really well for her as the match is concerned. But Again, didn't take the championship, but Ita was then challenged by Thunder Rosa for the following evening. Yes, yes she was. Yes. And it's around about this time that I think Aja Kong lost the heavy metal title. Um, the Princess's tag team title match was next. Mia Watanabe and Riki Tatsumi, uh, who were champions, defeated the Bakuretsu sisters, Nadaki Tenma and Yuki Eno, in 13 minutes and 42 seconds in an absolutely thrilling tag team affair. This was oh. outstanding. Proper Joshi tag wrestling. High speed, oh, yeah. Yeah. interference, back and forth, saving pins, false finishes left, right, and center. This is what you came to pay the ticket for. 
this was outstanding. What's your thoughts on this one, Ash? Oh, yeah, great. A fantastic tag match. Um, not just for, you know, Joshi. I just thought it was really good. I, I did, you know, it was very, there was a lot of action in that match. You know, it was very solid, very solidly done. You know, everything as far as the moveset in that match for that tag match and that, you know, especially since it's a title match, very solid. Everything moved very fluently in the moveset, in my opinion. Yeah, it was it was just just so good. Two teams really well matched. It was very much reminiscent of the Gaia tag team matches in the mid early two thousands and the AJW tag matches of the mid nineteen nineties. This was proper wrestling, proper tag wrestling, proper speed, double team maneuvers, everything you expect and want in a tag team wrestling match. Much better than anywhere else I've seen for a while. You know, especially as far as Japanese tag wrestling is concerned. This was outstanding. Quick note on the production of the show, by the way. Uh, the production comes from Amoeba TV. Abima TV, sorry. Yeah. Uh, I obviously look after everything that, that DDT do, as well as now Noah. But it looks really good. Kurokan Hall looks like a massive building when they shoot it. When New Japan shoot it and the, the Asai TV guys, they make it look tiny. <laughs> and I don't know what they did to make it look different. But it just looks huge when they're shooting it compared to like, I know you've got shorter wrestlers. It's probably a good part of the reason. But I've watched Stardom do it as well. They've used a different production company. They use Nippon TV and it sounds, it looks different against Dayora TV, maybe Nippon TV. It looks different again. So it depends on who's shooting Hurricane. Yes. But they all use the same camera angles, but it's the way it's directed and shot. And it looks massively impressive place. But it, of course, Tokyo Joshi Pro wants it to look massive because it's their big hall. It's where they have their big shows. Whereas obviously New Japan want the Tokyo Dome to look massive and look this to look small. So it's very much how you're presenting stuff. But the actual production values are absolutely excellent. Me and Alex were discussing this last week about how dreadful Ring of Honor's production was 10 years ago. <laughs> and now it's quite good. Oh, it, it, uh, yeah, it, yeah, it was pretty bad. I remember. Yes, like, you know, no, no pipe sound of the arena and uh, no one plugging the sound, the music into the, the video feed. Oh, it's terrible. Uh, anyway, terrible. move on to our main event. The Princesses of Princesses title. Uh, Yuka Sakazawa, sorry, Sakazaki defeated Miyu Yamashita at 19 minutes and 57 seconds. Obviously, Sakazaki has spent a fair bit of time in your AEW as of late. Um, 7.83 from the cage match users. This this went down pretty well with the fans in Europe and around the world and was really over in the hall. This was a cracking match, 19 minutes and 57 seconds. She is one of your favorites, as you pointed out on Twitter before we started yes, recording today. Yes, she is. I know I had to I had to like completely you know rave about it on Twitter I was so excited and I you know it was an excellent main event the antics and the seriousness of it all was fantastic I loved it um maybe I'm a little biased I don't care <laughs> do you own but a pair I, of parachute I, do you own a pair of parachute pants I, I secretly wish I could pull off those pants that's what it is <laughs> Um, Carry on, sorry. No, it's fine. I absolutely love her. I adore her. Um, I love, you know, her outfit. You know, I just, even as, you know, a wrestler, her moveset, even in AEW, it's very Mm. solid, very fluent. Um, And I I was very happy that she retained that title. I really am. And I really wish we could see that title 
once on AEW just because I always liked the way just that title looked. It, it is it is adorable. I'm sorry. I don't care what anyone says. I referred <laughs> to a wrestling title as adorable. <laughs> but yeah, wow. It was yeah, pretty. Yeah, no, I like, I like the way that the DDT Championship belts and the Tokyo Joshi Pro Championship belts have got a very like similar look to all of them, and they do look really cool. Like the coolest belts in Japan. I think the coolest belts in Japan are DDTs, New Japans, and Stardoms, and Tokyo Joshi Pros. They look really, really cool for different reasons as well. But yeah, different reasons. Um, the Stardom one is 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 a star. You know, it's you know it's very. I mean, I just I just like I think it's just because it's different than the standard you know Westerner belt that we see. Yeah, and, I like what it is. Really well. <laughs> um, yeah, this match was cooking. It was really good. Have you got anything else to add about it? Uh, no, I just, like I said, you know, I really enjoyed it. Excellent main event. It clearly went over with um, people there, you know, as far as the fans. Uh, if anyone hasn't seen the show, you know, at least watch that match, in my yeah. opinion. They were um, wrestling by that point, surely. Yeah, I mean, I think it went over with, you know, with the crowd in general. And like I said, you know, these are two, two fantastic Joshi wrestlers. You know, I, you know, the match was close to 20 minutes. It's not too short and it's not too long. No, ideal kind of wrestling length for a main event. It's all a really good story. Now, there wasn't a massive amount that happened on this card. It didn't move the company forward, particularly because all the titles stayed put except for that DDT uh, Ironman Championship. But then it went back to the previous champion. But as a showcase on the biggest stage in Japanese wrestling, because obviously it's Wrestle Kingdom weekend, it did the job that it was supposed to do. Now, obviously, we got it as a freebie during this difficult time worldwide. But I still think it was... When you put it in context, it's an excellent shot window for what that company can do to its biggest possible audience. And whilst, you know, it's the same thing with WrestleMania every year. You know, all these small companies go down to wherever WrestleMania is and have a ball all weekend long and mass joint bookings. And the same thing happens with Wrestle Kingdom because when one company is hot, they're all hot. And I think they did a really good job of showcasing everything that they could do. Yeah, I think so, too. I thought it was a great job on their part. And, you know, it didn't progress or move any storylines, really. But it just overall was a good, fun event for the night, in my opinion. Um, and just, you know, the passion that these, you know, women showed that night. Yeah, completely agree with you. And that pretty much brings us to the end of this review. So I would like to thank Ash Rose Nova for her time today. Thank you very much. Where can we find you on social medias, Mom? You can find me at Ash R. Nova on Twitter. You can find me at Real Ash R. Nova on Instagram. You can also find both of us at Pro W Empire and um, our website, pw-empire.com. We are no longer Indie Empire. We've expanded to all wrestling promotions because no doors should be closed to any promotion when it comes to pro wrestling. Enjoy the wrestling you want to enjoy and don't let anyone tell you any different. Yeah. If you like if you like DDT, by all means, go love DDT. You like Noah, you like All Japan, who cares? As long as you have fun, you're entertained, and it's what you like. If you like WWE, hey, it's on you. You like AEW, 
we're not going to convince you to come over. Uh, but just like what you <laughs> be yourself. Indeed. You can find me at Sheriff Lone Star on Twitter. You can find the show uh, at Troopany Show on Twitter. You can find the show Facebook. Uh, you can find the show on Facebook at the Troopany Show as well as a Patreon at the Troopany Show, where you can keep us free forever for everyone. That would be dead handy right now, if you don't mind. <laughs> um, um, should we please. talk about the DDT show in June? Uh, I haven't. Oh, yes. We were going to trail this. There is a big DDT show in June you should really look at, which is really looking intriguing and has stars from all over the professional wrestling world of Japan, like you, Chris Brooks, like you, Mako Satomura, and big names that we are big fans of here at the Troopany Show. What else would you like to say about it, Ash? Um, just, just you, me, and Courtney are all excited, and this might be the time that you see the best friends of wrestling Twitter fight. <laughs> <laughs> it's going to be a lovely time for everybody, providing, of course, Tokyo yeah. is no yeah. under lockdown at that particular point, which we sure oh, won't be. Fingers crossed, because you know we want to see Marafuji. We want, you know, we want to see all the big names. We want to see Kenny Omega. Yeah. You know, we want to see everyone. <laughs> I have photographers ready, James. I have photographers ready for this event. Well, we will see what happens there, but it's going to be a fantastic night. We'll probably still be in lockdown after listening to uh, <laughs> the government this morning. We're going to have to be in lockdown for a bit longer, so uh, we'll see. Yeah, well, I'm not under lockdown. We're, on, we're under curfew in Texas. You're under curfew in Texas. That's not so bad. We, we are only allowed to leave. Well, we're not... We, we are supposed to only leave the house for work if we're essential key workers and for shopping and for daily exercise. So it is essentially a mild form of house arrest, which isn't going to But there you go. We hope you're all okay, by the way, and keeping safe and making sure you are social distancing properly, washing your hands and making sure you are following the rules in the country that you are in. Because and what kind of world do we live in where we have to tell people to wash their hands? You've met men, haven't you? Oh, yeah. I'm very familiar with men, but it's like, why aren't you washing your hands? <laughs> I don't understand. Yeah. Like, I just not understand, and it bothers me, and I can't. I can't. Why? Why? Because I like... <laughs> didn't learn the lessons of TB, apparently. Um... <laughs> Oh, so gross. Yeah. oh, there's been many gross things over the last few weeks that have come out and I don't really want to talk about. Uh, I don't, yeah, let's, let's not go there. Let's, let's just talk what we know about, which is wrestling, and let's just let's just leave it as is. I, we don't want to find... Ugh. Professional wrestling and responsible hygiene behavior. Please. Please. <laughs> yeah. Your hands, as you should at every wrestling show, because, you know, you're stood next to guardrails and standing in beer bottles. So, anywho, thank you very much for coming and listening to the Troopany show this week. We should be back next week with another subject. Maybe Sai will come back and we can do the next part of Brit Rest is Dead, except for the fact we'll have to do it by Skype because we can't go with the three miles between each other's houses to do it. Mm-hmm. Anywho, so I got a question, though, before we go. Okay, okay, go on. When are you going to have Hisami on? Have you even extended no. an offer? <laughs> Sorry, who? Tommy, she she handles all the Noah feet. Um, if she wants to come on, she is more than welcome. 
uh, we will sort that out and do some notes so we can talk to her properly about I, I don't, honestly, I don't know if she wants to come on. I'm just volunteering. <laughs> we, we do love guests on the Trippany show. It's just a matter of organizing schedules and stuff. So we can do that. That is a possibility, but just got to talk I, it through. Yeah. She'll DM her. She'll DM her. Okay, you talk to her. You you organize that. You be her agent. Hey, I'm not her agent. <laughs> she. I'm just saying she does a fantastic job. She's always English translated Noah for a very long time. Yeah, if you what's can you yeah? Could you want to just plug her uh, Twitter handle because she's very useful. If you're getting into Noah and you want to know about stuff, she's an excellent uh, historian as well. And really gives you a lot of context that you miss out on if you haven't got English commentary. Yeah, you can also go to our website and click the Noah tab, and it'll take you right to her. Uh, her at is H I five, the number five A M E. There you go. Okay, that's really cool. All right then, thank you very much for listening to the Troopany Show today. We'll be back next week. Bye. 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 Are you looking for the newest and hottest in the world of pro wrestling? Then check out the amazing action on powerslam.tv, the biggest indie pro wrestling channel in the world. Get over 6,000 hours of the best events from over 150 of your favorite promotions from 20 different countries around the globe. Brands like Progress Wrestling, Evolve Wrestling, Combat Zone, Defy, PCW Ultra, PWX, Over the Top, Shine, and hundreds of others with fresh content added every day for only $5.99 per month. Get your free trial today at powerslam.tv.